a business trip for the Detroit Lions, going to the Packers on a short week and really dominating the Packers in that football game. And, of course, making all the rest of the picks for the week for Sunday and Monday night football games coming at you right now. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Shout out to all the everydayers. Make sure you are subscribed like those everydayers are on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts. Today's episode of PNW brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thirty four twenty was the final Thursday night at Lambeau Field as the Detroit Lions went to Green Bay and defeated the Packers. And Matt, it wasn't really even that close. I think it was twenty seven to three. At halftime, three and one Lions now, the two and two Green Bay Packers. Uh, looking at the the stat book, the big story is David Montgomery and his 121 yards on the ground and three touchdowns being the big one. But to be honest with you, Matt, I think the biggest story for me was just how much the Lions dominated the Packers up front, really on both mm-hmm. sides of the ball, which led to all the rushing success for the, the Lions offense and led to five sacks versus Jordan Love and that Green Bay Packers offense. Yeah, this absolutely, I, I, I give the, the Lions a ton of credit. I mean, this is absolutely a game they wouldn't have won in the past. You know, I mean, this is a bit of a statement game to me. We are the Kings of the North and we're the best team in this division. And you're right. I mean, the line of scrimmages, Hutchinson, Penny Sewell, we know that O-line is really good, was very impressive. And they got out early and just kept running Montgomery, even though he was coming off injury, 32 carries, three touchdowns, kind of that Jamal Williams near the goal line stat line. The fantasy owners were eating up, I'm sure. But even some smaller things about this team, like I was really worried with when the season started that it was Amon, Saint, Amon Ross St. Brown and not enough in the way of other receivers. And Jamison Williams is still looming out there. We talked about Sam Laporta on Locked On Dynasty this week. I think he's going to be a star if he isn't already. And then Josh Reynolds does enough. So Goff is playing quite well. And Green Bay ran for 27 yards in this game. And like you said, they're down 27 to 3 at the half. Let's want to talk about Jordan Love for a minute. So when the season started, preseason was in the books. I said several times, Kenny Pickett and Jordan Love are the two young quarterbacks I feel most sound and most confident in well what do you know Williamson I mean the 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 league changes so fast week to week to think these young quarterbacks are out of the woods as young and as inexperienced as they both were was crazy by me and love is he streaky I mean like the the end of games he's been the last two weeks before this game he was either really good or really bad you know and then in this game started really slow and then in the second half showed signs of life. So is that just a young thing or is that what he is? I'm not sure yet. I mean, it, it's it's in the sky report from college too. True, true. A hot and cold sort of a player. And, you know, he's um, he's ne- never been super efficient. 
So maybe that's just who he's going to be. But I kind of give Jordan Love a pass in this one because of how often his offensive line was beat. I mean, the left side was was extremely rough for the Packers. And Zach Tom, who's been, you know, their their rock with David Bakhtiari out on the right side of tackle. He was I don't know what percent he was, but he was clearly um, he might not have played if they had a full offensive line. But, you know, he was still playing and trying to play through an injury there. Six pressures, five pressures, five pressures, four pressures, two pressures. Those are the starting offensive linemen for uh, for the line or for the Packers against the Lions. I mean, you, you can't you can't allow twenty two pressures. Jordan Love was was basically under pressure for half of his dropbacks in the game. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, there's there's no denying that. And you know, the Lions held the ball for almost thirty eight minutes, and they did control the tempo in a big way. It's funny, I'm just scrolling through the box score here. I never look at tackles. Quay Walker was ta- was credited with 19 tackles in this game. Yeah, and well, that adds up. He was all over the place. Well, it happens too when a team's got a lead and and runs the ball 43 times, and uh, which, yeah. which the Lions did. I mean, it's just so stark when you look at the team rushing totals. 43 carries for the Lions offense for 211 yards and three touchdowns. And... For uh, the Packers, it was 12 rushes for 27. Two of those were from Jordan Love. Yeah, and now the Lions get a nice, you know, you, you win a road game, division road game on a super short week, and now you get to relax and have a nice long week. They're in a great spot right now. Absolutely. Uh, a little worried about the Packers' front, though. David Bakhtiari going on mm-hmm. IR. Season probably done. Apparently, he's going to have another knee procedure. Hasn't really ever been back to full health since his ACL a few years ago. And... um I wonder if his career's over. Career ender. Uh, it doesn't sound like he wants to retire, but could be a Packer ending thing for him because mm-hmm. he's got one more year left on his deal. I don't know if they'll want to pay his money. Can they restructure that, figure that out? Uh, or is he a, a cut candidate and then becomes a free agent and maybe joins Aaron Rodgers somewhere or, you know, goes, who knows? Uh, so interesting there could be the end for Bakhtiari. And, um, you know, I think they hoped Bakhtiari and clearly they did. And there was optimism all offseason that he was going to be back and ready for uh, the Packers season. And it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. And that might dog the Packers all year long, because right now is a hard time to find starting caliber offensive linemen. And um, they're they're missing multiple really good offensive linemen in Elton Jenkins sure, yeah. and Bakhtiari. And then, you know, their third best guys is injured. Too. And you wonder if, like, back Bakhtiari is the last of the Aaron Rodgers generation, you know, like. Oh, it feels like it, yeah. It yeah, feels, yeah. It feels like that, uh, that that page is ready to be turned. Um, you know, and the Lions line is, is really good. And Jared Goff didn't have to do a lot. He was 19 to 28, 210 yards passing, a touchdown, a pick. Uh, on the other side, Jordan Love's final line, 23 of 36 passing, 246 yards. He did get he had the two picks, and then he did have the touchdown um, late there in the second half to Christian Watson. It was good to see Christian Watson back, only two for 25 for him. Um, Robio Dobbs led the way with nine catches there, but that was, you know, it was, it was, it was such, it's, it's one of those one dimensional games too. When you, when you just look at how this played out because lions go up big and now they're just running the heck out of the ball. And now the Packers have to throw the ball. And then the pass rush pins their ears back against a, a you know, a beat up offensive line and a bunch of backups in the offensive line. And it's just a recipe for disaster for the Packers. Real quick, our buddy Coach Lamers on X Twitter or whatever you want to call it uh, asked us for Sean Gary or Aiden Hutchinson, and I'm glad he did because Gary looks like the force he was before that bad injury, and what a nightmare he is. It's one of the bright spots for sure. But I was a little down on Hutchinson after his rookie year. I thought he was a little more hype than 
you know, uh, than real substance. I think he's noticeably better this year, that he's taken a big step forward. Yeah, one and a half sacks for him, and, and he had a nice uh, statistical season as a rookie. He's he's really a motor guy and a try-hard guy. I, I don't think he'll ever be in that category, and, and even someone, um, you know, like – Rashawn Gary that we're comparing him to like that. Uh, Rashawn Gary is a freakier specimen of a guy. So the upside is there. Um, Hutchinson's a good player. He's a football player. You know, maybe the Jaguars will go back and say, man, we should have rethought that one at the Mm -hmm. top of the 2022 draft. But he's, he, he does lack a freakiness, even that like, and even Bosa is not the freakiest guy. And and he, they're kind of similar because they're technicians motor, but even Bosa has got more explosiveness and, and I think no power in some ways. And, and Hutchinson's just, you know, all motor and he's going to come after you. But I don't know if he's a problem problem. I think he's just really good football player. And I like how they were, they were doing some Miles Garrett stuff with him last night, having him roam around on the second level, attacking A gaps, B gaps. Yeah. You know, and that was spot. a problem for the Packers, too. There was one yep. sack I saw replay where the left tackle, Rasheed Walker, is like looking peeking inside because he's like oh what's where's where, where it gonna come from and then he just gets beat by the guy he's supposed to be blocking this right in front of him goes around his outside shoulder so yeah they were giving him they were giving him hell up front that's for sure and we'll move on but that lions offense is just so well constructed i mean and not to pick on the steelers i was raining back the steelers but i got 100 texts last night from my buddies the steelers offense looks like a different like a different level of competition than how the lions and dolphins and niners are constructed. You know, I'm like, I can't fight you on that. Yeah, future head coach, Ben Johnson, yep. maybe offensive yep. coordinator for the Detroit lions. Uh, that's a topic for, I think another day. Uh, we've got to move on to the rest of the schedule for week four, make all of our picks for Sunday and Monday night football next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by DoorDash. You missing the syrup for your pancakes? Maybe you just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer. With DoorDash grocery delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. Whether you uh, don't have time to get your shopping done for the entire week, or there's just one thing you really need right now and you can't go get it, that's where DoorDash grocery delivery comes in. You get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash for years to deliver your restaurant favorites. Now you can do the same with grocery deliver delivery that actually delivers easy substitutions as well right in the app best in class customer support all of your local grocery stores uh most of your neighborhood grocery stores probably the best ones in your neighborhood uh you will be able to find and shop from thousands of grocery stores to choose from at doordash and our listeners get 50 percent off your first doordash order up to a 20 dollars value when you use code locked on nfl at checkout it's a limited time offer terms apply that's 50% off, up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNFL for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Uh, today's episode is also brought to you by Game Time and the Game Time app. You're looking for tickets, trying to catch your favorite football team and your favorite football game or uh, any sport, music. Concerts, comedy, uh, theater events near you. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all of those events. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets for your next big event. You should just be hyped for it. And with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee, Game Time takes all the guesswork out of buying tickets. You can see that view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive at your event. 
all-in prices show your total up front. All on the app, you don't have to search through your emails to find those tickets. And Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour after the event starts. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Here we go, Matt. And for those of you uh, wondering about uh, some of the picks we made in our six-pack, I'll go through those really quick because we already made some picks, six of our Sunday picks on yesterday's show. And, Matt, I think counting Thursday night football, I think I had the Packers, which was very wrong. You had the Lions. I think you picked all of the away teams in our six-pack. Oh, I, I didn't notice that. Over Bills, is that right? I'm not certain. I, I, I think you're, you're right. Yeah. And I, had Dolphin. I only have the ones circled I the that Bills, I picked. Yeah. And uh, so these were my picks, at least. Uh, I, I know Dolphins. we differed on almost every pick. Yeah, so I had Dolphins over the Bills. I'm taking the points there. I had Broncos against the Bears. I talked myself, and you talked me out of it. We both had the Broncos there because I wanted to take the home dog Bears. I just couldn't <laughs> do it as bad as they looked. You got Steelers. I'm going to take the home dog Texans and take some points. Uh, we've both got the Chiefs. I've got Patriots. You've got Cowboys. And I think we both had, both had the Cincinnati Bengals on the road at the Titans. I think so, yeah. So. Okay. Now, moving on to London. Let's go across Here the pond. 6.30 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, just heads up, warning. Definitely not. What do you do about that? I, I don't watch it. I watch okay. it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watch it later for something I, I need to see. You know, I, I you know, second half action, maybe. I like that no matter what time I get up, it'll be on. Sometimes I do pop awake at 6.30 a.m. And, and I'll put the game on if that's, if that's the case. It'll be a good reason to just get up and have some coffee and maybe take a nap later. But uh, is the, watch it and fast forward, basically, you know, yeah, exactly. Luckily, there's a lot of ways to go back and, and check out what happened during a game. So Falcons two and one at the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is the London Jaguars Jags favored by three points. And I think it is a home field advantage for the Jaguars. So what's interesting is they are staying in London and playing another game there next week. And I, I want to look at this as a side note, do it during the week, but are both those games considered home games for the Jags? I mean, are they forfeiting two home games to play their back to back? I don't know, but that it's is their home away. Are, from home. Yeah. I think they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hate how Jacksonville's playing, but I love how Trevor Lawrence is playing. I, they're just either the most unlucky. Like, I watch this game a ton because Houston's playing the Steelers. So I watched Houston Jags. The Jags just lost it. I mean, they missed a field goal. They got a field goal blocked. They had that goofy return for touchdown. Yeah. By far the most drops in the league this year, most of them by Ridley. Like, is this just all bad luck and it's going to be fine and work itself out? Or is a team like Atlanta just going to stay the course, run the football, be big and physical, and make the Jags have problems? So I'm going to take the points. Uh I'm going to take the Jaguars at home because I think there's a lot of flukiness to some things that are going yeah. on there. And when you have a quarterback playing as well as, as Trevor Lawrence is, uh, you know, I think drops will come and go. Um, you're not going to have fullbacks, you know, on an awkward <laughs> right. play where he fumbles right. around on the ground. So the, you know, three guys just completely miss the play. Cause they're like, Oh, balls on the ground. And then all of a sudden the guy picks it up and he's go somewhere else, you know, just some really fluky stuff there. Really? Um, and I'm just not sold on how good the pa the Falcons are. I, I wish this was closer just because of what the records were. I wish this was like a pick'em game and I could get points even with the Jaguars. So I don't like that aspect of it, but straight up I'm taking the Jags. And so if I think they'll beat them straight up, I think they can probably beat them by a field goal in London. Okay. I mean, the quarterback advantage is massive. I'm really souring on what Ron Ritter. 
I, I am too. I, I just haven't seen it yet. We talked about Jordan Love being hot and cold. I, I've I've not really even seen a hot from from Ritter yet. We've mm-hmm. seen some some warm. Maybe he's got less cold in him than Love, but there, I haven't seen any hotness yet. The Kyle Pitts stuff is so unbelievably frustrating, especially from a fantasy perspective. He's open all the time and deep, and nobody gets missed by open by quarterbacks more than that guy. It's remarkable. How can you how can you not feature him and just have plays that go to him enough times in a game to where he's impactful almost every single week? And and then when you look See, at See, I don't team, blame coaching or him. I mean, I've got to the point where I just think he's the unluckiest receiver of passes in the history of the world. Like Lindsey Rose put this out Rhodes put this out and I retweeted it. Going into last night, the tight end target leaders were like Hawkinson at 28, and then Laporta down to Pitts were all between 22 and 17. And all those guys' catchable target rate is like 89%, 95%, 87%. Pitts is at 53%. So he's doing everything he's supposed to do, but nobody gets him the football. It's so crazy. And it's not like he doesn't have a, a catch radius to throw the ball to. <laughs> right, and he's deep. I don't get it. This is one of the things but that anyway. frustrates me about the Falcons. And I guess you could you, you could put it all on Ritter if you want. Um, but And Mariota. You, I mean, this has been his whole career. Going back to last year, if you go yeah. you go back to back to back first round players and you're not getting impact from any of those guys. You're you're not like lighting up the scoreboard on offense because of those guys. Now Bijan Robinson looks like the real deal, but he's even splitting carries with a you know a solid, you know, bigger sort of a a change up back. So mm-hmm. I think all three look great. If you isolate Drake London's routes or pits or everything Bijan does, they're worth the pick. Yeah. They're just not getting the production. out. Right. And that's the frustrating yeah, part. Yeah. If you're not utilizing these offensive weapons. Well, you missed out on offensive linemen and you missed out on mm-hmm. defensive linemen sure. and other players yeah. that could have made an, an impact for your team. Maybe a quarterback. But we'll see two and one Falcons. It's, it's working okay for them right now. I do think there's a bounce back and, you know, uh, some, some, Positive regression, I guess you could put it, within the luck factor in the luck category for uh, for Trevor Lawrence and the uh, and the Jaguars. Unless maybe they're just going to be that team and, and disappoint all year long. Maybe. How about the Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns? Two and one, two and one. This is for first place in the AFC North. I feel good about the Browns winning this game. To be honest with you, I. Their defense is exceptional. The Ravens look like they're, they're they're really banged up and at key spots. I mean, both safeties, it looks like Williams is back. Humphrey's out. The left tackle and the center look like they're returning, but Bateman and Beckham are now out. Running back injuries left and right. I think the Browns are in a much better place at home. I'm taking Cleveland here. I, I have questions about both of these teams. I love how the Browns defense is playing and I think it's going to be a low scoring game. So for that reason, I do like the Browns and I don't even have to give up a field goal at home. So mm-hmm. so uh, I think anything less than three in a game like that, I think I like it for the home team, but overall I still think I like the Ravens more. I need to see Deshaun Watson put together some games and be like, okay, yeah, then yeah. Th- that can carry this offense without Chubb the rest of the way. He played his best game, but I'm with you. Put some games together. Mm-hmm. The where are we at the Los Angeles Rams at the Indianapolis Colts, the one or two Rams at the two and one Colts. This is an even pick 'em game right now. And by the way, all of our 
uh, lines are referenced from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. It's even pick them, Matt. Who you got? Road Rams, home Colts. I'm thinking the home team here. I mean, I think they're well coached. Their quarterback returns. I don't have a lot else on this one. I mean, I think that the Colts have adequate weapons. Rams are fine that way too, but I didn't love what I saw from LA last week. I think the, the it, I think Minshew might give the Colts a better chance to win some games, possibly. But it's a lot more fun to tune in if Anthony Richardson. <laughs> so that's uh, you know that's why I'll be tuning in to this one. And yeah, the Rams are just they're they're under talented and if you're going to hit Stafford as much as he was hit last week and in that offensive line, you can get after him. So that's, that's the key to me. If the Colts can generate that pass rush, then it's going to be a long day and, uh, and you, you take the Colts, but, um, and since it's even, I will take the Colts because I think they're more talented top to bottom, but we've seen the, uh, the, the stars show up for the, for the Rams and make and do with the Puka Nakua's and the two twos mm-hmm. on that offense. So if Stafford can stay upright, uh, they're going to be in games. So, uh, but I, yeah, I'm going to take the home Colts. I meant to say this before. I think the Colts defense is back to being pretty solid. You know, Buckner and Leonard and, you know, it's not great, but it's pretty solid. Uh, Next, we got a lot more games, including Monday night football. Only one Monday nighter this week. Making picks for week four next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long, whether you're prepping for daily drafts or scouting the waiver wire. Every week, we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed fits on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us in this week's eBay guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week. And how about a bounce back for Jaguars wide receiver Calvin Ridley has the classic rebound and revenge opportunity in London in week four Sunday matchup against his former team, the Falcons. Ridley has been very quiet in Jacksonville's passing game, but is getting open and had some drops. I think this is something they can clean up. Vinny from Locked On Fantasy Football thinks so too. The Jaguars will do a better job scheming him open across the pond and making his massive target volume from Trevor Lawrence count big time again for your fantasy team and for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, wow, Locked On Fantasy Football helps you bring a fantasy championship home. eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit, and it's the same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. We're talking everything you need for your car. Brake kits, LED headlights, Roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs. Uh, my baby needed a fender flare. I found it on eBay Motors. There was a green check, so I knew it was the right part for me. Bought it, got here quick, slapped it on, and it was super easy, and I didn't have to spend hundreds of dollars uh, going and, and take getting that taken care of. I was able to fix it up myself. So uh, it is guaranteed. eBay's guaranteed fit, guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash so keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply here we go matt we are gonna go furious through the rest of these mm-hmm. games we've got the washington commanders at the big favorite philadelphia eagles 3-0 eagles favored at by nine points at home i'm taking the eagles here they're running the ball so well i, I expect some big plays from the receivers even as hurts kind of Gets his feet under him with this new coordinator and heard some things about, boy, they're like the most blitz team in the league. But my key here is what are the, the Eagles have what, 70 sacks last year? 
Well, this was a really good day to start making some progress on that number and a real good day for Jalen Carter to make a strong push for uh, defensive rookie of the year with like four sacks against Sam Howe. Man, those back-to-back first-round Georgia tackles are, are playing really well this year mm-hmm. for Eagles. They're good inside. But the, the the Washington Commanders have some talent on their defensive line as well. I think this might be a slog and a little bit of an ugly game here, which is why I'm going to take the nine points in the Commanders to keep this one close against the Eagles on the road. A little bounce back for the Commanders in this one. But we don't agree on anything this week. No, we don't. I like it. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Hope no one's uh, keeping track this season. Sometimes uh, some of our listeners keep track of the picks. If you are, let us know how we're doing. I think we're doing all right so far. But this week will be a fun one. Uh, well, we how about to go fifty percent? You know, uh, we we talked about the Bears and uh, Broncos uh, winless teams. Yeah. There's also the Vikings at Panthers winless. Oh three Vikings at the oh three Carolina Panthers. Minnesota on the road favored by four. I hate the four number. You know, like. I understand both these teams have not won a football game, but I don't think they're in the same tier. I mean, Minnesota's not vying for the first overall pick. They've had some bad luck. They're a much better team, but I hate giving the home team here four. I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to take the Vikes. Well, I guess I got to go Panthers then. I'm going to take oh, the sure. okay. and we'll see if uh, if Bryce Young can get on the board. It's looking like Bryce, last I saw he's going to play, right? I think so. Yeah, last yeah. I heard. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, your your fellow rookie, C.J. Stroud, the number two pick, got a W last week. It's your turn, Bryce. Mm-hmm. Go get a win at home against the, the Vikings that seemingly can't do anything except for throw the ball, which might be enough against the Panthers. But you know, they've got some players on D, too. So that'll be an interesting one. Um, I fear the Panthers took the wrong one of those, too, by the way. Uh, it's it's too early, but he's yeah. looking very ready. Like you've you like to see that CJ Stroud's scouting report is playing out for you on the field. That that's got to make really you feel really good yeah. if, you're the, if you're the Texans right now. Jimmy Garoppolo still in concussion protocol. So will it be Aiden O'Connell if he can't play? Will it be Jimmy G? Will it be Brian Hoyer for the Raiders? I don't know. They're at the Chargers. Raiders are one of the worst teams in the league. Five points doesn't scare me off, Matt. Does that scare you off for the home Chargers? No, I really dislike the Chargers offense right or defense right now, mm-hmm. but I saw the Steelers go through the Raiders defense without a lot of resistance. I can't imagine what Herbert, Eckler, and Allen are going to do this week. I mean, even without Mike Williams, they're going to score a lot of points against the Raiders. And they, they've got a first-round receiver, Quentin Johnston, to, to step in. They've got Joshua mm-hmm. Palmer to step in. I think they're going to be fine. Wide receiver is yeah. not going to be their problem this week against the Raiders. Nope, I don't think so either. All right, we agree there. How about the uh, Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers? Big line. Biggest line of the year so far. Even bigger than that that Kansas City-Chicago Bears line. It was 12.5 last week. This week it's 14. That's coming off a Cardinals win against the Cowboys last week, man. I'm not big on giving the points when an over-under is low. This one's at 44 from what I've seen. So that usually just doesn't add up math-wise. But I think this is the crash-down Zeppelin-on-fire Arizona Cardinals moment we've been all kind of predicting a month ago. I mean, I think this is just the wrong team to play right now, and the Niners destroyed them. Yeah, I've talked about it all week, and I like the matchup up front because that's one thing that the yeah. Cardinals do have on paper, and it's playing out as, as a strong offensive line. They've been able to run the ball at a seven yards per carry clip in the first half of games, which has helped them. And uh, Kyle Shanahan pointed out this week that, man, they, they could even be 3-0. They, they've played much better than mm-hmm. a lot of us expected. Uh, and that might end this week. I hate the 14. That's just so many points. Um, but I think the 49ers are just too much and too talented across the board. And, and, and they'll take care of business easily in this one. Um, yeah, I wouldn't bet on it just because of how big the line is. 
But if you like that, you can find it at FanDuel. 14 points. I mean, Niners should win big, but, you know, uh, it, it, it could be a couple of touchdowns. You know, it's just such a big line. And they have to make it that big because nobody's going to put money on the Cardinals otherwise. But right. Um, so I, I like what you said there. You repeated what Shanahan said. Oh, they could be three and oh. That's coach speak for this team stinks, and I'm trying to tell my team they don't. Trying to make sure this is <laughs> yeah. the, next, the next week's big game with Niners Cowboys, right? Because uh, and I think the the Cardinals winning that game last week really helps the 49ers, which is why I think they'll. Yeah, have yeah. So yeah, why not? I'll give up two touchdowns. I think this is the big win for the 49ers. Look at us agreeing two in a row. There we go. And the Monday Nighter, it is the Seattle Seahawks at the New York Giants. Seattle on the road, favored by just one singular point. Matt, two and one Seahawks. At one and two Giants. Hmm. Don't love the cross-country road trip, all that stuff, but it is a night game. Are the Giants turning the corner a little bit? I think Barkley plays in this one, and I think they'll have a little more ammo. You know, they've been a little short on that, that's for sure. I'm taking the Hawks, though. I, I, they're definitely a tier above, if not two or three tiers above. So one point's not enough for me. I totally agree there. And and yeah. Saquon's not going to be full Saquon, even if he plays. And I, I get that, you know, he's making progress is the latest report I've seen. But, you know, they've kind of been doing this for a couple of weeks. And I, I think they're just trying to make teams prepare for a Barkley offense. And it's it, it might not be out there. So right now I'm going to take that uh, that point for Seattle for sure on the road against because I think they'll win straight up. And I would go money line probably on that one to for the outright Seahawks. They're just better and they're they're playing some better ball after that first week. Too uh, and the Giants just Giants just not good right now. So no. even with Saquon Barkley, they don't scare me at all. Give me the Seattle Seahawks in the Monday Nighter. I think their defenses are comparable. You know, they're both probably bottom ten defenses, if not worse. But Seattle's offense is light years better. Well, what's weird is the Giants have like talented interior defensive linemen, mm-hmm. but they don't stop the run. I know that's not yeah yeah and and so that that's really what's what's hurting this team is they got to get the run fits figured out but because a team like the Seahawks are definitely going to come in and try to run the ball Ken Walker had two touchdowns last week he might have a, a couple more this week he looks great yeah he looks great all right there we go there's our picks for week four it's already underway we're getting into October football Matt I think we're going to know what these teams are now because you know no more excuses about early season games and extended preseason early on we're, we're in October this this is this is real NFL season now so uh, let's learn about these teams in week four and maybe start to trust what we're seeing a little bit more thanks everybody for making us your first listen Matt and I of course will be back Monday to break all of the action down right here Peacock and Williamson <laughs> 